Yo, what's up, y'all? Oh, sorry. I'm podcasting from my bed today. Let me get comfortable. Good morning. What's up with it? How you doing? I hope you're in a good space. I hope you got some good energy about yourself. Hopefully nobody has pissed you off. Hopefully you're not hungover. I know y'all been making a habit of Friday nights, so um, handle that. Today, we have a cute little episode. I personally think this is a fun idea. So we're going to do a Q&A. If you haven't been paying attention to what's going on on my social media, I've been hounding y'all for questions so that we can get today's op- episode popping. And um, to an extent, y'all came through. Y'all came through. Some of my friends had to fucking put dubs and like, you know, but y'all came through. So we got some questions and we're going to go ahead and get into it. And hopefully in the midst of answering the ones that I already have, some more will come through. So first question for, oh, first of all, you know, you listen to Speak My Peace and you know that I, who it is, it's Janae and I'm here with it. I always got, you know what I've, I feel like I've been doing lately, not lately. Sometimes I notice that I don't say Speak My Peace or my name in the podcast and that's dumb. <laughs> like that's really dumb. I, if you're going to do a podcast or anything where you have like, you know what I'm saying? Where you need people support, you need to make sure that you're saying your name and the title of the shit in your, in the fucking whatever in my case episode i'm trying to get you know what i'm saying y'all heard me i'm trying to be like joe budden and how are y'all gonna remember me if i'm not saying speak my peace in every fucking episode so y'all know what it is it's speak my peace it's me janae and now let's go ahead and get into this q a was that like some little bars okay that was an accident all right here we go first question when is a good age to teach your kids how to drive that's such a fun that's a i have a story for this fucking question y'all know let me tell you i didn't learn how to drive until i was fucking (laughs) it's embarrassing until i was like 20 that's horrible you should teach your kids how to drive way before they're fucking 20 and let me tell you how i learned how to drive i bought a fucking car like that's that was like the only way Like, I was a whole grown-ass bitch. Like, I had an apartment, I had a kid, and didn't know how to fucking drive. Like, that's horrible. It's embarrassing to say, but it's because when I was learning how to drive... So, first of all, I started learning how to drive late as fuck anyway. I feel like... to answer. So, let me go ahead and answer the question. To answer the question, I feel like you should start teaching your kid how to drive in middle school. My daughter is 10 years old, and she... Like, only one time have I let her, but we're probably going to start doing it more often. Because I just want her to feel familiar with with being behind the wheel um but I let her like drive down our street um a few months ago and like pull up to our house on our on our street like nothing really major kind of just like literally I don't know how far it was it wasn't far at all um but just down our street and she like went super slow and you know what I'm saying but I think we should probably be doing that I want to say like 13 honestly I know a lot of guys who tell me that they learned how to drive when they were young as fuck I don't know if that's like a man thing or what, but I think 13 is a good age to like start, maybe not full-blown driving, but you know what I mean? Start familiarizing them with what the fuck it feels like to even be behind uh, the wheel of a car. When it comes to driving, y'all, I'm like ridiculously cautious. Um, (laughs) And I don't give a fuck how, how corny it is, how lame, how fucking what anybody says about me. I'm a granny in the car and I don't give a fuck. Huh? Let me take, I take that back. I'm not a granny in the car. I'm just super safe. Like, I don't get it twisted. I'll switch lanes and I, you know what I'm saying, get to my destination. But for one, I don't like to drive. 
So, you know, and it's just because there's a lot of things that <laughs> that made me this way because first of all, motherfuckers are not paying attention. People do not pay attention. People are doing everything else in the world besides driving. So, fuck like Especially out here in Arizona, I see so many fucking accidents in this fucking in in Phoenix in this fucking city. It doesn't even make any sense. So, I just don't like driving. Period. I get a little piece of me gets fucking like scared as fuck when I get on the freeway. I just don't like driving. But um, I think middle school is a good is a is a good age. Is a yeah. I think that sounds good. I mean, because it's scary. So I got like while I was learning how to drive. First of all, when I was learning. I was like seven, like 17 and 18 years old. Adam fucking ran my mom's car into our garage. I ran my mom's car into a big ass dumpster. And when I ran into the fucking dumpster, y'all, it was fucking dramatic. It wasn't just like, boom, she smacked the dumpster. The fucking car went up. Like me and my sister in the car, my mom used to just like, let me like do little shit. Like, cause I couldn't drive. So she used to let me do little shit. Like I'll go park the car or uh go bring it around the front or something um because we used to work together and i'll go bring the car ain't that wild like i'm a whole grown-ass lady 18 years old not lady a whole you know young lady working and shit and i couldn't drive for shit but i would go bring the car around to the front and one time i was doing it and there was this and i was too worried about trying to be cute in front of this stupid ass nigga and i backed up i don't know how the fuck it happened you guys but the car was up like popping a fucking willy like on top of the fucking <laughs> on top of the fucking dumpster like i i think that after that like i just quit and that's why it took me like two and three years later to actually like get behind the wheel and actually start driving so yeah, I think that maybe if if I would have started learning how to drive maybe earlier on, I would have had more, I would have been more familiar <laughs> with shit and I don't know. I th- I think I think 13. That's where that's the answer and that's what I'm sticking to. But that was fucking horrible, y'all. And I mean, even now today I hate driving. I I fucking I just don't do the shit. Um, let's see. Next question. Let's move on. What are your fears? That's a good question. That's a deep question. My fears, I don't know. I feel like I'm 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 scared of a lot of shit. My fears are my fears are dying and and leaving my kids behind. That's something that scares me. Um because you don't know what could happen. Anything could happen. I also get scared of possibly, and I don't even like to say this shit out loud because I'm kind of like, I guess, superstitious and I feel like saying it out loud is like putting it in existence, but I'm scared. We're not knock on wood. I'm scared of the idea of losing one of my kids. That scares the fuck out of me. I don't know how I could even go on living if something like that happened. Um. So, I mean, yeah. Let me knock on wood again, just because I don't, I don't know. I think, I think that I, I've had that thought before, but I've never said it out loud just because I feel like say, like I said, saying it out loud, I don't know, like puts it in the air and I just like, I can't even deal with the idea of that. Um, I mean, on a lighter note, I'm also, well, not really lighter. I'm scared of fucking drowning or yeah, I'm scared of drowning. 
drowning is is terrifying um i'm i got a list i don't know who asked me this question i got a fucking list i'm scared of fucking being at home alone which is my life so i'm fucking scared every fucking night because i'm fucking paranoid as fuck that somebody's trying to fucking kill me um yeah i'm scared of becoming stagnant i'm scared of like I'm scared of the idea of not getting out of where I am. Not that where I am is a shit position or you know what I'm saying? Like I'm doing horrible in life, but I'm scared of like not growing, I guess. Like, cause I feel like I see so much more for me than where I'm at. And again, not saying that where I'm at is a bad place, but I'm scared that this is, sometimes I'd be scared that this is it. Sometimes I'd be scared that I'm going to be single. Well, I'm not single anymore. That's not really much of y'all business. It's still it's still very new. But I used to be afraid. And, and, and again, I don't know where this is, where this new situation is going to go. So I can't even say. But I'd be scared that I'm never going to find a husband. And I don't know if if that sounds like minor to y'all or something that somebody shouldn't be afraid of. But that's that's a thing to me. Like, I don't want to do life by myself. My kids are going to grow up. My kids, you know what I'm saying? They're going to have lives. And Lord willing, like, you know, they're going to be having families and successes of their own i'm 30 years old so maybe it's kind of like early to think that way but that scares me the thought of of really just like doing life by myself that's that's been a thing for me um so i don't know i try to just like remain positive i don't want to like be so so desperate for for companionship that i'm just like settling so that's kind of why i've been a i've been single for however long i've been Y'all probably know by now (laughs) as much as I fucking say it, but that's, yeah, that's something that I, that I've, that I'm scared of. Um, I'm scared of fucking bugs. I'm scared of scorpions. This fucking house that I live in, I've been living here for a year. I never seen not one scorpion my whole three years in Arizona in Phoenix. I've never seen a scorpion. I moved to this house. I've been here for a year and I tell you, I've seen a hundred fucking scorpions and they're the wildest looking fucking thing like they look like fucking lobsters or something they look like fucking demon fucking lobsters that are little i don't i i don't know how else to explain it but they're not all little like some of them be as big as my fucking palm somebody shits be as little as my pinky nail like they're they're terrifying honestly and i've seen a lot of them since i've been in this house and that fucking scares me um the unknown scares me. I'd be fucking wishing that I like this, like I said, like this new situation that I'm in with this guy. That fucking scares me. That like the fear of the unknown. Like, I don't know where this is going. I'm scared that I'm going to become too invested and it's going to end badly. Um, that shit is scary. So I don't know. I think with our fears, you have to I don't want to say face them, but you just have to be optimistic, I guess. It depends depend on what it is. Like, the fear of fucking dying and leaving my kids behind, like, what can I do? Obviously, that's not a fear that you can face. That's more of a, to me, that's just something that you have to, to understand. Like, be optimistic. All you can do is be positive and pray and hope that if something like that does happen, that God is on your side and that you did everything right and that... You know, I don't know. Like all you have, to, all you have in that type of situation is your faith. As far as fucking scorpions go, you know, I don't know. Fears, fears are interesting. 
It's like you can own it, you can face it, or you can fucking ignore it. Period. And I guess it's up to you to determine which one works, what what works best for you. I, you know what else happened to me? I got stung by a fucking stingray. I'm low-key scared to fucking go in the ocean. I haven't been in the ocean since that happened. And that and this was, I don't know how many fucking years ago. This was years ago. And um, I haven't been to the ocean since. I don't know. I mean, I'm not scared to go in the water. But I for damn sure won't be. I won't ever go in as deep as I like. I'm I'm more of a shore boo now. Like I'm like I'm a shore bitch. Like I'll be I'll keep it cute on the shore. I'll put my feet in the water, make a snap real quick, uh, so y'all can see my pedicure. But that's as far as it's gonna go because I'm not fucking with it. That fucking thing stung me in my foot. I had to go get a tetanus shot in my ass days later. I'm at, that's I'm not doing with that. And now. Like, I just feel like the way that the world, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an environmentalist, but I just feel like there's all kinds of shit in the ocean now. We don't know what's in there. Like, and I'm cool. So, yeah. All right. I think I ran, I opened up enough about, I pro, there's probably, there, there's a, a longer list of fears, but I'll spare y'all for now. Let's see. If you could wish for one thing, what would it be? I would wish for my kids' dreams to um to turn to come full circle for them. That's what I would wish. I would wish that my kids can do like end up like I would wish that their dreams come true. There you go. I'm I was like making that way more complicated than it had to be. I think that would be my one wish. Because Hold on, my daughter's like I'm doing my podcast. No, you cannot. Um, sorry, y'all. I guess that was bound to happen one of these episodes. Um, but yeah, that would be my one wish. I think. Um, I don't know. My kids are just so dope, and I mean, I know that that's it's probably not something that I have to wish for, but I also know that obstacles in life happen and i mean ideally i would like to be somewhere else you know what i'm saying like i have dreams that 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 didn't that ain't happening so if there's anything that i could do to like uh, confirm like for certain that there is that there's will like that would be my wish let's see next question do you feel as though men can be more sensitive than a woman despite their pride i feel like i feel like i'm totally here for a man that can tap into his sensitive side i feel like um a lot of men don't do that because they like they feel like it makes them less macho or some like stupid shit or i don't know i don't know why i don't know why men struggle i I think that it's dope i know guys that that are more sensitive or can't that also balance being a man you know what i'm saying i i think that it's insane that men are taught or showed or you know what i'm saying have the idea that like being vulnerable or sensitive takes from their like manliness that's whack in order i feel like in order to really to be a man in every aspect in a real way you have to know how to you know what i'm saying you have to know how to be some level of sensitive you have to be open to some level of vulnerability 
Otherwise, you're just like a dictating ass chauvinist. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and and that's not cool. That's not that doesn't to me to me to be a man is somebody who can. I equate like a man like in his full potential as a leader, right? And so in order to be a leader, you have to be able to tap into other parts of yourself in order to lead, right? Like because everybody ain't you. So especially if you're if you're talking about like a man like in a a, a man that has a family. A man that has a family has to be able to tap into that part of themselves in order to understand where their woman or maybe their daughters or their mother are coming from. You can't lead if you can't relate or if you can't, you know what I'm saying? If you can't empathize, sympathize and relate with somebody, then I don't, I just don't feel like you can lead them or advise them. You're like, you, you can't because you can't get to their level. You're, if you're too stuck on the macho and what it means, you know what I'm saying? Some tough shit, then how are you going to, show anybody else anything different so I feel like they can and I feel like I and, and I know men that are um in tune with their sensitive side I think that it's a shame that some don't because of what I don't know perception they don't want to be looked at a certain way it's gay like grow up I feel like it's a maturity thing also I feel like a mature man knows that fucking diving into his sensitivity or being honest with himself about his vulnerability doesn't make him fucking any less than a man and that's like a mature and a a maturity thing and a mindset that's like some grown man shit that most i won't say most i don't know all grown men right so that's like a mindset that i i can say a lot of men ain't on because again they're so um caught up in being some fucking like macho man and everything has to be i don't know so fucking tough Everything doesn't have to be so fucking tough. You can loosen up. You can, you can like, take it down a notch. I don't like that macho shit all the time. Um, all right, next question. Let's see. Um, where am I at? Where am I at? Where am I at? Do you... Hold on. Oh, okay. Is friendship mandatory before a relationship? I feel like it should. I I think it is. I think it should be. I think a lot of people jump into relationships without having a friendship. And that's probably why the relationship doesn't last. Because if you can't stand somebody enough, like you got to if you can't be somebody's because I'm like, sorry, I'm like stuttering and shit. The whole relationship isn't going to be romance. The whole relationship isn't going to be sex. The whole relationship isn't going to be flirting. The whole relationship, you know what I'm saying? So when you take out fucking romance and fucking, like, what else do you got? So if you can't be this person's friend, then, you know what I'm saying? Then, then what do y'all really got? Like, you got to be able to chop it up. You got to be able to to laugh. You got to be able to stand them. You got to be able to understand their flaws. And, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, you have to really care about somebody in order to be in a relationship with them and then and friendship I feel like is deep right and at least a solid friendship is deep so if all your relationship is based on is the surface which is how good they look um y'all fucking sex life the feeling you get when y'all fucking flirt like 
what else do you got? You got to be able to have a friendship with them. So I definitely think that it's mandatory. Does it always happen? No, but that's why there's like hella unsuccessful, unsuccessful relationships and people that are like off and on for years at a time because they connect like, you know what I'm saying? But they haven't tried to dive into another layer of what they could be. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. Like, you see hella people that are, like, off and on, like, and I, and I mean, I'm not, obviously, I don't know what the fuck happens behind closed doors, but if you're somebody's friend before you uh, decide to be, like, their significant other or, like, take your your relationship somewhere else, then I don't, I feel like you'll, like, you'll understand them, like, because you think about it when you're fucking talking with your friends you're you're you keep 100 with your friends right you're fucking loyal to your friends like i don't know if we have that same type of decency and depth with our bitch or our nigga like imagine it'd be dope so don't cheat yourself you should definitely try to build a friendship with somebody before i mean it, it might be hard to like I mean, I, and I guess I'm not saying keep it, keep it friend, like friend zone them before you like, I'm not saying friend zone somebody before you decide to be their girlfriend. If you if that's where y'all are headed and you know, that's like the, that's the connection that you have, then by all means, like, you know what I'm saying? No shame in, in being together, but just also make sure that you explore what you explore things that friends do too. Does that make sense? Like cross those, cross those fucking boundaries, have conversations like you do with your other friends, like get to know them, do things that aren't always romantic, do shit. That's like, I don't know how else to say it, but like, it's like, I don't know. I think I feel like y'all get what I'm saying. I'm like, I know what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying don't fuck with nobody before you're their friend. Like, by all means, like, get it in. Be be booed up. But also make sure that you cross those friend territories, too. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I know what I'm saying. I feel like y'all know what I'm saying. All right, let's see. Next question. What really ends a friendship? I mean, there's... There's a gang of shit that can end a friendship. I feel like maybe more than anything, transparency or lack of transparency transparency can end a friendship. When people, I think people like, they don't communicate. So you like, especially because social media is so tacky. Like I see uh, friends beefing all the time on social media and it's like they're subbing each other, but it's like nobody spoke to one another. So it's like, you don't even know what the issue is. It's just like you've seen something that you feel like is towards you. So now you're going to go sit here and say some shit to offend them. And so now there's like this back and forth thing going on. And nobody even knows what the fuck the problem is. Like, that's whack. I think that people lack transparency with one another. And I don't know why. I guess, um, I don't know why. You, why can't you just be honest with your friends? If your friend does something that bothers you, say that shit. Um, if you, if there's no coming back, then that's just what it is. But at least it was said, but I mean, to say what, what ends friendship, I think, I think people, I mean, there's a gang of shit. So people outgrow each other. I have friends that, that I thought were going to be like long lasting. And sometimes you just outgrow people. You start doing different things. Um, you start having different interests, especially, uh, childhood friends. I had a friend 
that I was friends with from like elementary school. And then she went to when we went to high school, we went our separate ways because she went to a different school than I did. And it was like um, in like a different town, too. And we just like grew apart. Like I started hanging out with different people, the people who I were at my school. She started doing her own thing. And like there was no bad blood. It was just like we just grew apart. We just started doing different things. Um, Some people are just shady as fuck. Some friends aren't your friends. And you think that they're your friends because y'all hang out a lot. But everybody everybody ain't solid so i mean there's a lot of shit that ends friendships um that you know depends on the circumstances if you're real friends that i don't know that like i don't know you consider yourself solid friends then then nothing ends friendship because y'all talk through that shit and you get through it and you know what i'm saying it's fucking water under the bridge and it's it's a done data but it ain't always like that I got, I got off the wall ass reasons why I don't talk. I have a homie. If y'all don't, I don't know if y'all listen to my, I won't, that's not my fucking homie. Fuck that bitch. I don't talk to that motherfucking nun, but he fucking violated me. And that was my friend for 15 years. So I'm saying like, there's, I say that to say not to bring up a whole fucking, you know, not to unpack a whole bunch of shit, but I just say that to say like, there's a million reasons why a friendship could end. But I mean, I think the most basic reason is just lack of communication um, I mean, just like that, people, people don't talk, and I think that, and also, I think that sometimes in friendship, there's a lack of accountability, like, if you did something that hurt your friend, and I don't know why, and I'm, I'm gonna talk from a female's perspective, but I feel like women, we put our, our romantic relationships on a way higher pedestal than we do our friends, and that shit is not cool to me, I don't know, like, if that ain't your husband, bitch, like, I don't, like, that man, he, he, that nigga could bounce, you know what I'm saying, and you're gonna be sitting here a fucking puddle, but who's gonna be there for you, your friends, so I think it's fucked up that a lot of times women put their fucking niggas above their friends, and that's not cool, um, and, I mean, that could be an issue why, why some fucking friendships die out, too, just because, like, bitch, this is, this is a nigga that you just met, if that's not your husband or if he ain't making moves like husband energy, then I don't know why. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't fucking shade me or, or you know what I'm saying? Start acting funny towards me because of this nigga. Uh, niggas come between uh, women's friendships in different ways. Sometimes it's just some, it's some all right Jerry Springer dog shit, best friends messing with, with your nigga, whatever the fuck. That's... I mean, that's out. That's, that doesn't have anything to do with how long you known him versus how long you known her. That has everything to do with this bitch's morals. You know what I'm saying? Like, she... It, like... No, there's no coming back from that. Not because the nigga... It has nothing to do with the nigga. It has everything to do with the principle that you would cross me in that way. So there's that scenario. But then there's also bitches whose niggas don't like and this is like some narcissist like if i guess we're talking toxic shit sorry i've been there so that's what i like that's the experience that i have to go off of but there's like niggas who are narcissists and they don't and they want to keep you from your fucking friends so they're gonna sit here and badmouth your friends your friends are some hoes your um you know what i'm saying they ain't those ain't your real friends they ain't here for you da 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 and that ends friendships because bitches will fucking sit here and listen to whatever the fuck bullshit this nigga is saying. And he's saying what he's saying because he has fucking control issues. But in her mind, she's like, oh, he loves me. He's just looking out for me. 
um you know some old stupid weak shit and that ends fucking friendships but in my mind if you're gonna allow this nigga to manipulate you in in a way that is gonna keep you from fucking with me and i and me and you are day ones we've been solid and i ain't never done nothing to you you know what i'm saying and this nigga that you've been knowing for however long is gonna let you is gonna convince you that i'm some hoe ass bitch who don't mean you no good then by all means be up under that you know what i'm saying like that's the type of energy that you don't need so i don't know i just pulled both of those shits out my ass neither one of that has happened to me but it i've seen it happen so i mean there's countless reasons why friendships end but i think that communication is probably the biggest one lack of communication is probably the biggest one and that's just because I don't know. People don't know how to communicate. People don't know how to receive information. That's probably the biggest issue in communication, in my opinion, is that people don't know how to receive shit. Because if you could say something and and guarantee that somebody was going to receive it in a way that was non-confrontational, you would probably be okay with being honest more. You know what I'm saying? It's because you're what you're worried. You're worried about how the person is going to receive the information and their response. So that's why you don't say it. So maybe we should all work on being more understanding. That way, when people are delivering information to us that might be negative, we're not fucking spazzing out. And now, you know what I'm saying? It makes people hard to 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 be transparent with you when you don't know how to receive information. By all means, you're entitled to your feelings. But at the same time, you got to process. I don't know if you want the communication to be effective, like you have to allow it to you have to allow it to unfold. Like if I tell you something and you immediately start fucking spazzing, calling me all type of bitches and you're tripping and shit. I ain't finna fucking sit here and engage in this shit. And I'm not for damn sure going to tell you anything else because now, you know what I'm saying? Now, now I know that you don't that you don't communicate well. So I don't know. That's just my opinion, of course. Who am I? <coughs> Let's see. Next question. What inspires you and why? That's a good one. I like that question. What inspires me? Honestly, struggle inspires me. Like, struggle is inspiring. And I say that because, I mean, because it is. Think about it. When you're struggles, people that are like, not even just a struggle, I think um, underdogs inspire me and fucking over people, people who start from from the ground and go up inspire me. That's why I fuck with like, don't laugh at me, y'all. But that's why I fuck with Cardi B like that. Like I, <laughs> I hella fuck with Cardi B because that bitch really just like made a way for herself. And that shit is dope as fuck to me. That's inspiring to me. Like granted, people will bash the bitch because she was a stripper and, you know, whatever the fuck. I guess she uh um niggas would pay for sex or would like pay thinking she's a prostitute and that bitch would drug them and rob their ass and so people frown on her for all time you know what i'm saying but she was getting it how she lived and i ain't mad at that neither and i just think that is dope as fuck that she came from where she came from and she stays true to where she came from and she fucking made a way and made something crack for herself and i think that shit is dope so to answer the question struggle inspires me and um overcoming the struggle inspires me and I think that's amazing and that's like some shit that I that I'm trying to be on like I'm trying to be somebody who fucking inspires somebody who feels like they're at ground zero to know like it doesn't you know what I'm saying that's where you are right now but that shit is temporary that shit is hella temporary and if you just keep fucking going and keep trying no matter what like just keep working hard like that shit can pay off 
it will pay off. And that's the attitude that you have to have. And then I find people who um, get it out the mud. Very inspiring. That inspires me. Y'all, was, y'all thought I was going to say my kids, huh? My kids inspire me. My kids are the reason why. My kids are the reason why I do what I do. <laughs> they are. That's hella cliche. My, They are. My kids are hella motivating. But inspire me. The, the struggle inspires me. All right, let's see. How long... Next question, y'all. How long does it take for you to befriend someone after you haven't spoken for months or possibly years do you regain do you have to regain trust or is it something that can be continued where it left off based on the situation okay um i think that it depends i mean it is i think it's definitely circumstantial i i have uh actually a story not a story i'm not gonna give y'all the whole story but i had a friend who i didn't talk to for a long time <clears throat> we uh we didn't talk for like a year and honestly it was all over some like he said she said it was some bullshit and when we ended up speaking again we did end up having a conversation about like the whole like falling out and it was a cool conversation it was a healthy conversation everybody was receptive everybody got their peace spoke their peace and you know and we kind of just like deaded it because i think we're both mature enough to understand that it was just a bunch of it was it was childish like the whole situation was childish so um it's it's water under the bridge now and we honestly we picked up we picked back up like you know what i'm saying right where we left off and i to me anyway obviously i can't speak for her but for me the shit feels not like i don't feel no fucking like Mm-hmm. I don't feel no grudge. I don't feel no tension. I don't have no no bad feelings. So, and nor do I feel like I can't trust her. So, I don't know. I don't feel anything about it. I feel like we just had like a moment, and and that happens, um, especially to people that you're close with. Like y'all are gonna, it's it's immature to think that you're never gonna have a difference of opinion with somebody, or you're never gonna have static with people that you care about. Like that's just immature thinking. And it's inevitable that you're going to have fucking issues. Now, the test is whether or not you guys bounce back from them. That'll let you know where you stand and, you know, how solid of a friendship or whatever ship y'all had, like how solid it is. But it's just ridiculous to think that you're never going to have a falling out. So um, I feel like depending on the situation, like if y'all are real friends, like it's nothing to bounce back from from some shit. Um, after you have a conversation about it so i mean but then there also there's some shit that fucking cuts deep and you might not like have another friend who i already uh we spoke about this on one of these other questions that motherfucker violated me and crossed the line that that can't be uncrossed and i'll never ever ever in life deal with this bitch ever like i like you know what i'm saying and so ain't no trust to regain ain't nothing to hash out ain't no you know what i'm saying so I don't know. I, well, I guess that doesn't even, that doesn't fit the question. Because the question is, how long does it take for you to to befriend someone after you haven't spoken to them? So I guess that doesn't really fit. I guess, I think it just depends on how much time has gone by. Why did y'all stop talking anyway? Because I have a friend that lives, where does she live? She lives far as fuck from me. But we've been friends for a long ass time and we don't talk every day. But when we do talk, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, It's no thing. So we didn't have a falling out. We just... You know, she's just living her life. I'm living my life. She moved out of state. So it's not really a 
awkwardness or anything, but I feel like that's that speaks to our friendship, not really the situ like not that speaks to how we are as friends. So I can't say that that'll be the same for anybody. So I guess it just matter. It just depends on y'all dynamic and what reason you really had that kept you from speaking. So I don't know. Sounds that's like a case by case situation. But if you fucking give a fuck about somebody. I feel like if something is old, like if you fucking had some some issue with somebody and it was fucking two years, three years ago, you don't even think about the shit no more. But you miss this person. Put that, you know what I'm saying? Lay, bury that shit. Why are you going to sit here? Some people are so proud that they'll fucking sit here and hold on to an issue that they don't even care about anymore. Just because they're too proud to fucking like extend an olive branch or something. And that's whack as fuck. Like get get from beside yourself get out like that's some fucking big ego shit and you need to get you need to get over that so who are you (laughs) i be thinking that a lot like who are you get over yourself you know you're not never gonna have no successful relationships or connections if your fucking pride is gonna always get in the way like get used to being alone buy a cat all right i think this is the last question let's see Last question. If the truth hurts, why do you really want to know? Mm. Okay. That's a good one. People always people are always saying that they um they want you to keep it keep it 100 with me, keep it honest with me. And I've fucking encountered sometimes where I was fucking honest and that shit did not work out in my favor. I've also encountered some times where I asked for honesty and did not like it. So I don't know. I think that I prefer someone keep it real with me. Like, but you also, if, if okay, if you are going to say that you want somebody to keep it 100 with you before you even utter that shit out your mouth, you need to mentally prepare for what that means. Like, because honesty isn't always what the fuck you want to hear. Sometimes if you're if you're a sensitive person, you might you might benefit from not knowing the truth. And that's just being 100. You might be okay if some shit is unknown to you. Like you ever wonder like why disturb your peace with some shit that doesn't even like if you're okay right now. It's like here goes the situation. This is this is completely made up. So what if the situation was this? You are, um, you have this kid who's grown up in this family for however long and they have their mom and their dad or whatever. They're fucking, I don't know how old. They're fucking 17 years old. Come to find out, I guess the, the dad isn't their real dad. That's, um, their real dad abandoned them when they were a baby their mom met this guy and that's who she's been with since they were a baby and that's who's been raising them but he's not their biological father and they didn't know it i now y'all might y'all might y'all opinion might differ but i personally don't think that it's important to tell that kid that that that's that that ain't they dad what is anybody gonna gain from that like everybody wants everybody to be honest i guess some people will probably argue like, well, what if they have um, medical issues from the biological dad side? Or what if they want to know their heritage? Or what if they want to know their culture? Or what if they want to know their, like, I don't know. I don't know. If the, 
there you can there you can go to the doctor and, and be evaluated if you feel like you know what I'm saying there's like something health wise that needs to be checked out and as far as culture and shit goes your culture I feel like it, that's your that's your upbringing that dad that you got now that's your culture um I don't know I just don't feel like there would be any reason to to give that information that might if the if you're living in harmony right now and you're a happy family right now why fuck up something with with that piece of with that little piece of truth i don't know i just i just don't think that the i don't think it's worth it i guess i'll say that i just don't think that it's worth it i but then on the other hand if you're talking about something like like um a relationship and you want to know if your man's cheating on you that type of information you want to know because you want to know if you can trust this guy and you want to know like where y'all stand but at the same time you got to be mentally prepared to eat that if you really want to know and you also got to be prepared for your next move like i feel like who 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 beg up and down and they want to know what this nigga's doing and and then you end up staying like why did you give a fuck to find out then if you're going to sit here, let that, I, I read this thing one time and it was like, if you're not finna fucking do shit, when you find out that your man is cheating, let him cheat in peace. If you ain't finna fucking move shit, you ain't finna bounce, you ain't finna fucking do nothing. Let that man cheat in peace. You, why do you need to know that truth? You're just hurting your own fucking feelings. Fuck it then. It, like, I, I don't know if that sounds fucked up, but if the, if he's cheating and you don't, and you ain't leaving, then let him cheat in peace and leave him alone because you ain't doing nothing but hurting your own fucking feelings and causing static in your household. So that's how I feel about that. You got to be mentally ready for whatever truth it is that you asking for. And if you ain't, then then shut up. And that's and that's how I feel about that. But um, I think I got another question in my inbox really quick. Let's see. oh no it's just a comment on something else but you know what i did this this episode is running kind of long but i seen this fucking thing i this is not a question that was the last question right there that i just did but i see this thing on on instagram and it blew my mind why this uh friend this okay this, this the it's a text thread between two friends and one of the homegirls is telling the other homegirl like um i can't be friends with you anymore because i don't like the way that you act and dress around my man or some shit like that and that shit blew my fucking mind. She's like, um, what did she say? She said, um, this is going to sound bad, but we can't be friends anymore. Anthony thinks you're cute and I don't need that kind of vibe around us. He says he likes the way you look and I don't want to have anything and I don't want anything to happen between you guys. Like what, bitch? What? And she really tried to like get mad at her homegirl. She said, my man is not the problem. No one told you to be all friendly dressing like that. The last time we hung out like bitch bye bye anyway <laughs> um yeah that whoever that whoever that was needs help but thanks y'all for tuning in today this episode ran long i had fun doing this q a we should do it again um i fuck with y'all thank you for listening to speak my peace make sure you go follow that instagram page follow me on um twitter too it's janae xxx add me on facebook janae davis and let's keep speak my piece cracking i'm trying to go for joe budden right all right i'll holla i fuck with y'all toodles oh this shit don't want to hang up toodles for real y'all bye